And welcome back to episode 153 of the Weekly Tech Rant with me, Jay. And me, Carl. Ah, uh, Carl, so it is our end of year, well, last proper show of the year of 2023 with all of the latest, well, final tech stories of the year. I'm sure there'll be more before <laughs> the year's done. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a good roundup this week, haven't we? Kind of a mixed bag of stories. We have, yeah. And yeah, so we're going to cover Epic, we're going to cover Microsoft, we're going to talk Apple, we're going to talk Unify. We've talked about Unify for a while, actually, haven't we? No, we haven't. Um, and then the Tech Rat Rumor Mill has got three in the bucket for the end of year. But first, and let's kick off then with the Google Epic uh, case, which has concluded now, isn't it? And I think we kind of touched on this the other week, didn't we? Yeah, a bit surprising. So obviously, Epic went up against Apple and soundly lost didn't they really i mean they, they won one or two key points but lost pretty much the majority of them but, yeah uh, they're kind of main finding yeah, there, yeah. Now, now it's google's turn and google kind of lost hard uh yes, so the case yes, was heard in uh was it <laughs> district court uh sorry the northern district of california so it started in november and on monday the nine member jury found in epic's favor uh, so nine know, member that sounds like straight is that normally yeah. nine I don't okay. know well, in the US. It's not here, is it? It's usually a bit more here. But um, yeah, so it's a jury case. So we don't get the reasoning behind it uh, like we would do with a, a judge verdict. Um, yeah, I mean, so Google can still appeal. Uh, but I'm, I'm really a loss for words at why they went with a jury. Now, I don't know who decided the jury. Was it Google or was it Epic? It's not overly clear in, from my research here who actually wanted it or not. No, no. I suspect, well, but however it's happened, it's it's definitely rolled in Epic's favour, isn't it? Yeah, I suspect it might have been Epic that was pushing for this. You know, uh, they've done a great job of saying it's all Google's fault, uh, why Fortnite isn't on the app stores, and nicely brushing over their transgressions as to why it's not on the app stores. Uh, but yeah, it's a bit of a shock. So yeah, Google is, a, or Google Play Store is an illegal monopoly, according to the jury. But this is, you know, this is kind of a rerun a little bit of the Apple case in some respects, isn't it? But you're yeah. right. In that time period, Epic have done a very good PR campaign. You know, they've talked, you know, Sweeney yeah. talked, um, sorry, Sweeney said that, you know, that, that, you know, how the jury have heard that how Google was basically paying mil- billions, not millions, billions of dollars, wasn't it, to stifle alternative app stores to abandon them and that. But this yeah. is wrong. This is what I don't get is that. Google has alternative app stores, right? It does. Yeah, you're right. It has those alternative app stores. But I think, don't think that very fact that Google was paying publishers uh, to to be on their store only and not the other ones. Whereas Apple just treats everyone the same. Yeah, you're all you're all, you're all crap. We don't care. <laughs> uh, this is the what it's our rules. Whereas Google has tried to bribe people into it, which really hasn't helped them. Plus, no, you know, not at all. Jury trial. It's the but general it doesn't public. Take, yeah, they you're right. They're not that technical, are they? They don't no. really know how things work. But it doesn't take away from the fact that there are other alternative app stores. No, but then, yeah, would Joe Public know that? Would they really understand that? Well, um, that, that that that's the whole reason, as you say, if Epic push for um, a push for trial. a jury trial, then or they've got what they wanted. Or my kids can't play Fortnite, uh, etc. Is that really, I mean, I tell you, I'm so behind the times. Is that really a big thing? I don't know. None of my kids play it just because I won't give them Fortnite. Uh, but my my youngest does because all his friends play it. Uh, and while we've relented and said, look, yeah, you can have more Xbox time and stuff like that, you're not getting Fortnite. 
No. So the so the, the outcome here is, is that the they go back to court next year, don't they, where they'll get another uh, well they'll get the basically the, the set not sentencing, sorry, the I guess the judgment, isn't it, on what's gonna happen. Judgment, yeah, yeah. Um and one of those is that Google could be forced to take the Play Store down, isn't it? That's one of the options, apparently. That would just be an absolute disaster. It would be bonkers. It would be absolute, utter bonkers if that happened. Uh, hello, malware and scamming. Not that it's great, you know, as it is, but at least you've got a gatekeeper there that does their best to kind of keep that stuff out and respond. I mean, if you, it'll be the Wild West. I mean, if, if it doesn't come with an app store other than what the manufacturers put on it, then you're going to have all sorts of weird things going on. People installing malicious stores and all sorts. I mean, it's just bonkers, isn't it, that that could happen potentially. Now, obviously, Alphabet uh, are appealing this case, aren't they? Because this, this was aimed at Google. It was, you know, Alphabet as themselves. So this is going to go to court. Now, Tim Sweeney must be laughing all the way to the bank at this point because whatever money he's spent on legal fees... He just must be like, this is brilliant. Doesn't matter what happened with Apple now. I've proved my point. Uh, everything is cool, isn't it? You know. Well, he's only proved uh, a point now. What happens if it goes to appeal? The, the, the judge goes, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> and turns that one down. I mean, he's not proved anything. No, all he's got there is going to be a, a very heavy legal bill, isn't it? But yeah, you know, at the moment, public opinion he's got on his side. Well, that's what he's won, isn't it? At this point in time. Yeah, that's what he's got. He's got the court of public opinion, and that per sec, he has won that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just what gets me though is um, this is a a turning point because could this affect Apple? Now, I think obviously, yeah, they couldn't. I don't think they'll go back to court with Apple because they can't afford to. They can't afford to go back to take Apple back to court, can they? But it could have it could have wider implication with the other cases that are happening in the on the you know the US, particularly state level, isn't it? Where big tech is being you know taken down in some respects. You know, there's a lot of um, a lot of cases around trust, isn't there? A lot of cases around monopolization with other factors of big tech. And it could have an impact on those cases potentially, isn't it? In in other countries, yeah. other in other, in other in particularly in the US, in other well, states. The US. I mean, over in the EU here, you know, I'm, it, we're going to get alternate app stores and iOS anyway. It's going to happen with the uh, Digital Markets Act, isn't it? It is. How I mean, how and when we don't know, but you know, it will potentially get there by some point in twenty twenty four, isn't it? Uh, May, June. Yeah, Something but I mean, like from the way Tim Sweeney looks at it, he seems to love regulators at the minute because those regulators are giving him everything he wants, isn't it? They are effectively breaking down those barriers. They're, you know, giving alternative app stores. You know, so everything he's campaigned for or wanted, uh, you know, from those from the two big giants, he's going to get, isn't it? Uh, well, some could argue though that this is a bit of a bad look for him that he's done all this damage to himself and Epic. Uh, when he could just wait for the regulators. They were doing it anyway. The digital market access has been donkeys in the making. And he's lost all that money. And okay, the general public, maybe not, but everyone actually understands anything. I'm not sure if they're on Swinney's side on certainly not the way he's gone about things. No, but I think, you know, is this a case of he's, he's so strong of his conviction. So I want to say single-minded that all he can see is the end. Uh, yeah, quite possibly. I mean, not many other same people have carried on doing this like he has. No. And that's what I potentially think is happening here is that he he is so fixated on having to see this through or wants to see this through that it's like, this is, this is, I, I, there is nothing else happening here. I am going to do this, isn't it? You know? 
Yeah. At what cost, though? Oh, well, it's always at what cost, isn't it? That's the problem. It's yeah. always at what cost. And in this case, that cost could be his bank balance. But let's be honest, it's not really going to affect him, is it? Or not too much. It'll affect the people that work for him. Yeah, it'll be yeah, that's right. It'll be it'll be the company that'll falter eventually, won't yeah, it? Works, he'll cash out, he'll stop piles of cash personally, he'll be fine. It'll be everyone that works for him that gets uh yeah, messed about. Yeah, that'll that'll be the, the problem. Um and they'll they'll be the ones that'll suffer. But at the moment, you know, it looks as if there's a victory. Uh, yep. on, on the cards for Epic, and off they go. But yeah, I, it's the winds of change are blowing, I think is the way to look at it, isn't it, in that respect? Yeah, we'll see where the appeal goes. Yeah, so we don't have a time frame yet on when that's coming back to court, but it'll be sometime in 2024, uh, probably, I imagine, within the first few months, uh, when we'll get the, the the final judgment and also the penalties of what that'll be to to uh, Epic. Uh, sorry, excuse me, Google, <laughs> not Epic. Um, but obviously, the, in meantime, it's very likely that the appeal will get lodged before that goes to court, in which yeah. case that'll delay the matter itself. But yeah. Yes. Yep. Almost a complete uh, 360 of the Apple case, really, isn't it? In a funny oh, way. definitely. So then, let's talk about Microsoft, because obviously Microsoft have had their fair share of regulator problems uh, this year, haven't they? You know, despite <laughs> yeah, yeah. despite eventually eventually getting the Blizzard Activision Blizzard takeover done and dusted, uh, that you know they had one of the areas that was under contention, particularly in the UK with the CMA, uh, was around Xbox Cloud Gaming, wasn't it? And how yeah. that may or be a May or may not be a model that was going to damage the you know cloud gaming, I guess, marketplace. Not yeah. that there's a massive cloud game marketplace. And look at what's happened to Stadia and other competitors, including Amazon's. Uh, what's Amazon's one? I can't think of the name Lu- of it. Lumia or Lumia, Lumia is it? yeah, as well. Lumia something, yeah. But Microsoft now are apparently looking at ways, according to a recent report, of bringing Xbox cloud gaming to the masses for free. Yeah, but of course, but... there's a catch, isn't there? Well, it's not set in stone. This this was, uh, I think, last month. It was an interview with Wells Fargo at their TMT Summit, and they had Microsoft Gaming CFO Tim Stewart. He kind of hinted in his chat that you know the prospect of an ad-free or ad-supported, sorry, xCloud tier. So he was only talking about regions such as you know, Africa, Indian, uh, India, sorry, Southeast Asia, those emerging markets. Uh, but yeah, he's saying you know, maybe watch a thirty-second ad and get two hours of free gaming. That's not you a bad model, is it? If that's you're... not a bad proposition, is it? You go stick your ad on, go make a cup of tea, come back, get your two hours of free. I'd, I'd be up for that. Would you be up for that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that would be great for kids. Uh, save me a fortune on cloud streaming, but yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think that's a, a bad proposition, really. Whether they'd make enough money to support that from thirty seconds of ads, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, but I say I think this is early days, and you know it might not even happen. As he said, it's just like they've been looking at. It, yeah, so I think you're right. This is to be very clear. As I say, this is a unsubstantiated, you know, claim that they're going to do it. But they already do. Apparently, I mean, there are apparently free access to Fortnite is the only game that's free. Yeah. Fortnite yeah. again. That um, was an epic Microsoft deal, wasn't it? <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Uh, but yeah, I think you know this could be quite way interesting to do. I mean, that's going to be quite an uh, kind of a I wouldn't say a loss leader, but I mean, you're going to get people on board there who are going to want to pay, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, maybe it's restricted to certain uh, resolutions or you know, a limited selection of games. Who knows? But uh, 
yeah, it might be um, yeah, entice them into a paid thing or even to go and buy an Xbox. Exactly. That's the whole way of doing it, isn't it? You know, they're making money with Game Pass. Um, this is probably a way in for other players and also getting people on the platform, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, we were talking offline earlier about uh, the Game Pass, weren't we? And saying about yeah. how we were, you know, with our families, we this Game Pass family plan that we talked about earlier in the year, we were like, you know, we want this back. This would be fantastic, it? wouldn't it? Um, and, you know, I completely slipped that I hadn't realized that they'd um, they'd canned it. It, it yeah. is dead. Um, and I, I was shocked. They So the, the limited trial that was happening in several markets actually uh, finished on August 15th early this year. And there doesn't appear to be any plans at the moment to either re-release it or launch it in wider um, wider markets. Um, no. I was... Very shocked by that. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but for me, that was kind of like, like it was a preview thing, wasn't it? Just said it's ended in this region when I go and have a look. So uh, maybe it's saying they'll, they'll, maybe they're just ending the preview to then bring it live in the new year or something. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know either, but um, I just could do with it. Sooner the better, really. You know, we were talking earlier about how the sort of frustrations around potentially having to buy uh, extra version of games, wasn't it? To um, multiple uh, plans, multiple plans to you know get the kids on it and stuff like that. But I mean, I just yeah, just could do with it. I, I you know I'd pay five pound extra a month if it gave me you know I don't know up to how many kids or whatever uh, access uh, on it. You I know, think I'd be willing to go to maybe twenty five a month. I, you know, I've I've got lots of it. I was me. Uh, there are two. No, there's. Two Xboxes. There's, there's quite a few Xboxes in our house, and all the kids play it and have accounts. Uh, and the problem you hit at the moment is even if you've got my account on both the Xboxes so they can access my game parts, you can only play one copy of a game at once. So if someone's playing Minecraft, the other kids can't play it on different Xbox. And then we can play a different game, but they can't all play the same one. So they can't even do you know, local multiplayer because uh, it just, just won't work without buying multiple copies of the game or, or game parts. That's it. And I think, you know, that's a frustration, isn't it? We'd rather pay a little bit extra month and be able to do what we need to do. Yep. Instead, you know, you're going to spend more money, which I suppose from Microsoft perspective, that's not a bad thing, is it? But yep. you're going to spend more money uh, and, del- you know, end up with multiple copies of the same game. When actually that's, you know, I know I know it's not a physical copy in a sense, but it's just frustrating, isn't it, nevertheless? Yeah. Oh, wait a sec. I've got an update. I was just doing some Googling in the background. There was an update from Phil Spencer uh, back on the 2nd of December saying, you know, while that's ended, uh, it's still on the roadmap. They're just, um, what are the words? They need to come up with a value proposition for creators and for players. So they're working on the pricing. Okay. All right. That's good to know, isn't it? So maybe next year. Maybe we can get it. That'd be good. Fingers crossed, then. Maybe maybe it'll be a Christmas present we'll get next year, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, keeping on the theme of Microsoft, then, and moving on to a slightly different approach. Yeah. Um, there, it turns out that Microsoft has decided to kill off, or, uh, well, I should say depreciate in, in technical yep. terms, uh, Windows Mixed Reality, which was their VR platform, wasn't it? They have. Well, this is a bit of a shock, because there were quite a number of headsets. I mean, the biggest ones probably being Samsung Odyssey Plus and the HP Reverb G2 headsets are built on what windows mixed reality which is built into the core of windows 10 and 11 i believe but yeah they basically said that um yeah they'll 
depreciating uh, in Windows and support for Windows Metro devices will be removed from future versions of Windows. Unfortunately, that also includes support for Steam VR using uh, Windows Mixed Reality VR headsets because that relies on a special driver from Microsoft. This is it is quite surprising given that you know they put so much into the HoloLens platform, wasn't it? And HoloLens well, two HoloLens is, is dead. There's no HoloLens three is there coming out. Well, no, HoloLens two, as I say, was the only one that's still there, isn't it? But they put so much into it, didn't they? Um, yeah. But early, I guess we should have seen this coming because you know the the Xbox Series X came with no VR capability. There was no plans, unlike PlayStation, was there for VR there? Uh, you know. The Hololens three was cancelled as well. It just, yeah, it, you know, clearly this isn't a strong business, an area for no. them, isn't it? And there was, I think, when Pane, Panos, uh, Pane took over and then obviously subsequently left, um, there was kind of a shift, wasn't there, in the direction of where Microsoft were going to go with their devices business. And this, yeah, this is this is gone. And I think, you know, is this is this a death knell for VR, or is this a shift in priority? It's just it's a Microsoft one, you know. And to be honest, the majority of the headsets sold were using Steam VR, or they were um, using Oculus. So, unfortunately, those, you know those headsets that are already out there using Windows Mixed Reality, they're basically going to become paperweights. Uh, and I do kind of have some, yeah. So basically, those headsets and become paperweights now i do have kind of dates and times for you uh, so basically you got on these headsets uh the new version of windows coming out in late 2024 will no longer have support built into it so if you aren't getting a new pc with that then your headset's done for you can't use it with that new one now if you're upgrading so i'm not entirely sure whether that will continue to work but i'm guessing not so if you can keep a version less than that you're good until November 2026 when Microsoft pulls support for the app and drivers on older versions of Windows. So you do have a bit of time. Um, so. Okay, but this shouldn't impact you, just to be clear, because I'm kind of thinking of it from a layman perspective then. If you're running, your Steam installed and your Steam VR and all that, shouldn't have any impact on any of that capability? No, as long as it's not a Windows mixed reality VR headset you're using. If you're using uh, Oculus, which has its own SDK and can also use Steam VR, you're fine. If you can use any of the other headsets like uh, the Vive and the Index, which are pure Steam VR ones, again, yeah. you're fine. No, it's only if you have one of the mixed reality VR, uh, so Windows mixed reality VR headsets. Like Got the, you. Okay. Uber, the Odyssey, I think Acer had one out as well. There are a number of them, but not too many. Okay. All right. So basically then, yeah, it's going to be a relatively small subset of people that are, to, that are going to be impacted by this immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the people might be quite vocal because a lot of the people in the simming community who wanted high resolution and didn't care for the you know the uh inside out tracking or the standalone bought things like the odyssey and the reverb g2 for their really high resolution displays yeah yeah that's a good point i know we thought about it at some time we, we did yeah we, we did we did we did but we good never got we did. there did we no no we just never got there Okay, interesting. Oh well, I, I have to say it wasn't something I thought was coming. Um, no, but, no, uh, a bit of a surprise. Bit of a surprise, but I guess from a priority perspective, for Microsoft, it's really not the uh, you know the way forward for them. How much Who knows? the work was done? How much more effort was there to maintain that? I don't know. 
I guess it couldn't have been a lot, surely. No, but I guess if you're shifting teams around and priorities, Maybe, you know, yeah. focus is, is where it's going. But you know, talking about uh, VR, then uh, you know, coming across yeah. uh, to you know the other giant in the pond, which is now Apple, uh, we are rumours that they are looking to launch Vision Pro now in February, isn't it? According to oh, Gurman. Yeah. So if you got. $3,500 burning a hole in your pocket. Uh, oh, hang on a minute. I'll just check. Down the back of the sofa, <laughs> find a bit of pocket change. But yeah, February is allegedly the month you'll be able to actually buy Apple's Vision Pro, providing you're in the US, obviously. Uh, <laughs> nowhere else you could buy it at that point. Uh, but this is, you know, according to German, what is it? Is it his power on newsletter? Uh, production is now ramping up in China. Uh, I think the people in the store will be going through training in January with the goal of, yeah, launching this in February in the US. Uh, and apparently there has been discussion that the UK and Canada will be the next two uh, international markets uh, to gain access to it. I, I'm, 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 you know, I, I'm curious about this device. I've heard different podcasts, people say, oh, like, what's the point of it? I'm not going to buy one. It's, you know, nobody's going to spend that money. You know, Apple, uh, Apple are going to have a, a failure on their hands. Do you know what? I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Apple, this is not the Apple of 20 years ago. I don't see Apple committing to this amount of um, R&D, putting so much out there to create failure. I'll give up on the first guy. And they, they've got to know, 3500 is a lawful lot of money for a VR headset, even for Apple people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They will go and buy a 4000 MacBook Pro because Three and a half grand for just a VR headset is just insane. But they, they, they know this. They're not stupid. Uh, but this is a test bed. Get the technology right. And then there will be lower cost models coming out. And there'll be lower cost high-end models coming out because they'll perfect the technology and they'll get uh, scale going with the component, the manufacturing and stuff. And it, it will get cheaper. But yeah, I'd love when it comes out in the UK to go and have a play in a store. Yeah, I, uh, that's it. So there was this talk of it that they'll be fitted to you. So they're like each one of them, you'll go to the store for your fitting and it'll be adjusted and calibrated to you. But that sounds great. But I mean, not everybody's going to want to do that. I mean, if it was me, I just want to buy it online and have it shipped to my house. Or it might have been crazy. You there. can't because me and you wear glasses. So that's, well, that's the problem. That's 4,000 because we need custom lenses made for it because it's not designed to wear with glasses. No, we're going to be screwed. We are not the target market. <laughs> No, but they have yeah. taken that into account. You can get they themselves do the custom lenses for it. You know, you have to yeah. subscription a lot, and they'll they'll be specially built for you. But oh, just imagine every time you go get your eyes checked every year. You think, oh, don't! I spent another five hundred quid not just on the glasses, but on the lenses for my VR headset. I I really love playing oh. in VR. I haven't done it for a while, but there is that point of the glasses. It does get uncomfortable, doesn't it? After a little while. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've got um, the Quest 2. So I bought yeah. um, I bought a new, um, what do you call it, strap for it that goes over your head and that lot. I bought the deluxe one from another manufacturer, not from Oculus. And it, it came with a new bit to make it easier when you're wearing glasses. I must admit, I don't really have a problem. It is quite comfortable. I don't get fogged up in it. It's all right for long periods. But yeah, it, it can be a pain. Uh, I know the old... Mark One uh, uh, Rift was a pain with glasses. Yeah, it does get uncomfortable after it. But I mean, it is. It's it's not as it's not as um, it's not as bad as it could be. You don't get me wrong. You know, not pressing at your face. There is a bit of adjustment there, isn't it? And I'm guessing with the Vision Pro, there will be you know 
taking into account people who wear glasses and the comfort areas around them where your eyes sit you know we've only seen it we've only seen the early ones that have been well, it's not the people wearing glasses you have to have the custom lenses well that's what i'm saying but I, they'll be comfortable you, know, you you're going to have to there's going to be somebody that's going to wear it with glasses you know there will be guarantee yeah. you there will somebody will be like do it but uh but i don't know i just you're right people will pay the money people are going to pay the money it's going to happen um whether or not it's going to be, and it's not, they're not targeting this to be a mass consumer product at this stage. This is to launch to specific use cases, isn't it? A specific set of developers, users yeah. who want an immersive experience. And they know that. And they'll, you know, between now and launch, you know, and I know there'll be people who are going to be using this that are committed to an NDA uh, before we'll ever see it in the light of day. Of course, there will be, yeah. But I don't know. February though does seem optimistic. What I mean, do you think they'll get it? What's well, your Apple thought? Do you think did they'll get say it? when they did their announcement, they said early twenty twenty four. So early is January, February, March. Will you say much past that? I wouldn't call it early, but you know, uh, ETA slip. Of course they do. And if given here, don't forget as well that this isn't just Apple involved in this. They've got a whole supply chain behind it. You've got Sony who are making the high resolution micro displays, aren't they, yep. that are going into that. You know, there's early, you know, there's things that have to line up. And and don't forget the minute, you know, kind of looking in the wider place, we've got a problem with international travel in the Red Sea at the minute, haven't we? Um, so oh, yes. a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, marine piracy happening again or tax not piracy excuse me attacks happening uh, in the red sea um you know lots of shipping is getting slowed down several carriers including Maersk and hapeg lloyd um have suspended operations through the red sea yeah because they don't want their ships to come under attack and don't forget that is the main route from you know the east uh through to the west bringing you know all kinds of goods really not just technology but a lot of tech comes that way doesn't it and if they go the other way it's, if you go around the Cape, the Cape route, so around the bottom yeah. of Africa, that's a seventeen and a half thousand kilometer journey. It's another seven days, I heard. And, um, yeah, but mind yeah. you, it's, it's still not cheap to go through the canal, is it? That's no. what I've heard. That's half a million pounds just to go through it. Well, so but, going a long way around will cost you probably a million in extra, not a million extra, but another five hundred pounds extra. So a million all in. It does, and that, I think that's the, that's the thing. Is it that it, it it's. Um, it pays for itself, doesn't it, by going through the by going through it the. Does, uh, but when you look at the size of these ships and the number of containers, uh, the money equation isn't much more per container, let alone per product that's in that. But the time is definitely an issue. No, and those ships, though, let's be honest. I mean, they, you know, those big ones are carrying a lot, a yeah. lot of of goods. Uh, they are, know, yeah, but, and um, the size of a city, aren't they? Oh, humongous! You know, some of them into it's thousands of containers, not just like some of them. It's like yeah. almost like ten thousand containers. Some of them, isn't it? You know, um, crazy you know, big. So, yeah, I, you I can't crazy comprehend big. How big they are? Well, the largest ship in the world, the largest container ship in the world, can hold twenty-four thousand TEUs, which are the standard standard yeah. um, twenty-four thousand. That that. I, I can't work that out in my head. Can you? I, maybe I. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. So yes, move on. So before we get into the, the last rumors of 2023, um, one little tech cybersecurity story we wanted to bring up this week was around Unify. Now, you may recall earlier the year Unify had some issues, didn't they? A little bit of a breach problem. <laughs> it was an internal job, wasn't it? It was in the end. Yeah. Um, 
now they've had a bit of another issue around you know users being presented with their wrong wrong uh, portals when they log in and getting notifications about devices they don't even own isn't it it's kind of a yeah. weird situation going on now so this is their cloud service so was a year or two ago they, they they i don't know what they call it let's just call it unify cloud it's basically their management interface but hosted by them in the cloud and rather than do, hosting your own management interface locally they'll do it for you uh but yeah was it last week uh, we, yeah we started getting notifications that uh people were getting push notifications uh when they were using the the cameras the nvrs you know including images and video feeds from cameras that didn't belong to them uh also we had reports of people being able to um access other people's firewalls and network switches access points and uh, one person <laughs> seemed to gain access to a business his business account clearly of an msp because it had full access to 88 other consoles in it i mean this is yeah yeah something yeah. has gone very wrong there hasn't it yeah well degree. ubiquity who uh own the unified brown they did come out and say yeah uh yep the, there's an issue they said around 1200 ubiquity accounts in group one were improperly associated with a separate group of 1100 odd accounts in group two. So a small number of users from group two received push notifications on mobile devices from consoles assigned to group one, et cetera, et cetera. The issue has apparently now been fixed. I don't know if there's been a post-mortem about what actually happened, uh, but it has apparently been fixed. Right. You and I work or have worked and do work to a still degree in in, in uh, the security industry, but also work for, for companies that offer cloud-based software as a service uh, 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 offer multi-tenancy as well so you know yep yep worked all something that is, something is quite alarming here about their multi-tenancy is it just me <sighs> yeah there's something really seriously going wrong, wrong with the access control system isn't it massively you should never there should be complete separation between um between <sighs> users interfaces and portals i suppose there, there are Multiple ways of doing multi-tenancy, aren't there? You there have multi-tenancy where basically each one is its own bunch of VMs, uh, but that's not really multi-tenancy. It's just faking it. Most multi-tenancy works where it's one console, but each user has a different access to a database, which then displays in that same web app. But of course, you need the access control system to actually identify the user correctly, give them access to the correct resources, which is clearly what's gone wrong here. Yeah, it's it's a little bit. Yeah, there's something very disconcerting here, and I think you know it doesn't put a lot. Of, it doesn't fill you with confidence, does it, in their cloud service that if you're logging in and you're getting, you know, notifications for other accounts and groups, because then you you know you're you're gonna your trust is eroded, and more so not just if you're using it for Wi-Fi, but if you're using it for security angles, particularly around the cameras and notifications, isn't it? You know, yeah. and what's to suggest as their as one person pointed out, once if you're walking around your house naked, you know, it's, who's getting notifications to cameras and viewing it? You know, you, <laughs> but then you walk around your house naked, you know, you got your curtains open during the day, maybe that, that's a different issue. But that's a whole different issue. <laughs> I, I did hear though, some people were like, well, we've got cameras in our bedroom. What have you got cameras in your bedroom for? I know. It's like, at what point do you ever need a camera in your bedroom unless it's for some other purposes, but not a security CCTV camera? I can kind of understand in some of the public areas, maybe one point at the front door internally. I mean, I don't have any internal to the house with the exception of maybe uh, my office. But during the day, that rotates around and points at the wall. 
when I'm in the office. At nighttime, it comes around just to monitor the office, make sure it's okay. But in the actual main house, no. I've got cameras on the outside of the house, but not inside. I don't feel the need for that. No, not at all. But um, I've got, we have, yeah, we've got, yeah, different, different kettle of fish, different use cases, yeah. different requirements. But yeah, definitely not here. So uh, yeah, yeah, this I is. Didn't sign up to their cloud originally. I don't think you did either, did you? No, no, no. At all. I've always, I've always rolled my no, own uh, nope, cloud controller. Nope, nope. Yeah, exactly. Don't need yeah. that. <laughs> don't need that hassle. No, thank you. No, sorry. So then, for the final time this year, it is the Tech Round Rumour Mill, and we've got three tasty-looking rumours, or I say, you know, news stories. One is a, okay, one is probably a big-ass rumour, excuse my French. Yep. Uh, the other two are probably more realistic. But let's kick off with the first one then. What have we got in the first one? Well, we, we talked about these earlier in the year, and the fact there really hadn't been a new iPads this year, had there, uh, no. due to supply shortages and all that kind of stuff. So Gurman now is saying... March is the month for iPads. Uh, we're going to get... Is that true? Uh, possibly. We've had a bit in March before, haven't we? I'm sure we have. I think we have had March launches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So apparently we're going to get uh, new iPads Pro, 11 and 13-inch ones uh, with M3 chips and OLED screens, a new magical keyboard just for the Pro. So I know, a Magic Keyboard Pro. Um, we're going to get that rumoured two different sizes of iPad Airs. So a 10.9-inch and a 12.9-inch running an M2. Uh, and this is kind of segregating those lines. So you'll have the lower-end ones running, uh, I don't know what we are now, the A, whatever the iPad is, uh, the original one. You'll have the Airs running M2s and the Pros running M3s with nicer screens, some kind of segregation. Uh, but we're also apparently going to get a new MacBook Air. Well, which is I'm not... Surprising that they have to upgrade it to the to the um, M3 version, isn't it? But I, you know, how long is when did they launch the last one with the new shape? That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. It wasn't anything this year, but I think that's why. So you're going to get the. Air. So they changed the shape last year, didn't they? I've just yeah, thinking. you won't get any new chassis. It's the same chassis on on the. Yeah, air. you're just going to get the M3 chip. Which yeah makes sense. You know, you want to upgrade it. But yeah, the one thing I say, and I say every time, is power that we now have in an iPad. Yep. <laughs> is, is it me or is it just like overkill now? <laughs> it's maybe overkill, but Apple's going to keep releasing them every year. You know, people buy it. People do buy it. That is the ultimate truth. People do buy it. And why wouldn't you buy it? Because if you, you know, you, I would say, the only thing I would say, though, is they are getting to the situation soon where they're going to have a lot of people with iPads that don't need upgrading. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to upgrade my iPad Pro, but I don't really have a pressing need as this. It's not even running an M-chip. No? Uh, no. I mean, it's starting to feel a little slow, but I don't use it enough to justify yet at uh, uh, that price. But maybe I might go and get one of the M1 versions. Now that they're releasing well, like, an M3 yeah, version. Well, I I yeah. yeah, well, that's what I did, didn't I? I bought an M1 um, 11-inch iPad Pro. And yeah. I, do you know what? I much prefer that over the last 12.9 gen that I had previously. Um, it's a great, great um, iPad. It does everything that I need it to do. It's just it's as powerful as I require it to be. The screen on it's great. It, you know, they can only get better, to be fair. <coughs> 
Yep. Uh, but yeah, I think you you know that would be an amazing upgrade for you, to be honest with you. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I've been a little left behind. My wife's got the um, the air with a nice new chassis, and <laughs> I'm still busting the old chassis with Touch ID. Well, you got to get upgraded, my friend. You know, you got to get, get you got to get some of that empower in there. I you have know. to. I have to. I yeah, feel that was a missed opportunity for yeah. some. I feel that was a missed opportunity for some M people there to be added in music wise, but we can't pay the royalties on that. <laughs> no, we can't. Okay. <laughs> uh, next rumor up. Uh, this is a bit of a longer one, but um, we've talked about this before. But uh, again, uh, the latest rumor is that we're going to get the underscreen face ID. Um, after 2026 whatever that so, yeah, it's a long uh, long way out yeah 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 but it's coming from lg innotech doing a display apparently they weren't happy with samsung's displays for this so um but it'll still be a few years later after that until we get rid of the underscreen front camera so maybe you're just going to get a little round dot um what's going to happen to dynamic island well this is a good point isn't it and you think at the minute apple has that dynamic island which effectively is a cutout isn't it under the screen yeah i'm looking at mine now because it's in bright light and i can see the the camera you know just to the right hand side of the island you know that kind of stuff and i can just see the other two uh sort of sensors isn't it the circles that are in the middle there but apple is saying what this is saying isn't it that that all of this will be embedded into the screen isn't it so you've got top speaker uh Face, sorry, underscreen, excuse me, uh, proximity sensors, the actual uh, face ID setup there, which we've just discussed, yeah. and, a clock, and the camera setup. And then, you know, that will be it at the moment. You know, I mean, the moment in dark light, you can hardly see it, but in bright light, yeah. yeah you can. You've got what basically it looks like an eye, isn't it? Um, yeah, can you, which so, is now, like I said, I've really just noticed it must be at the right angle to see mine, but yeah. The but body part know. of it is basically the face ID and all that kind of stuff, which will be going behind the screen and just leaving you with the camera a bit until. They believe that the screens and the camera models are good enough to go behind that. But then, yeah, do we still have face uh, dynamic island, but it's just com- can completely disappear at times? Well, I guess at that point, then it'd be fully software, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be fully software. Uh, but they seem, to, they seem to have put a lot of effort in dynamic island for it to disappear so quickly. But maybe then there's an evolutionary point here with that, if they know what they're working on. I don't know. I'm just, you know, just a thought. Yeah. Right, no, bit of a long way off that one though. Though after twenty twenty six, you know, it could be a hundred years from now. But <laughs> who knows? Yeah, but it must be. I mean, the technology involved in here must be quite, you know, complex. I can't even well, imagine. We've already had under face, uh, sorry, under screen cameras and stuff. Um, yeah, for a while. That's not they've been a... great to be honest. No. Face ID is a bit different because unlike Android ones who do face ID. Uh, but they just use basically compare a photo, don't they, using the camera. Face yeah. ID on the iPhone actually uses LiDAR and infrared and all sorts of things to get you an accurate face map. I think that's a bit hard from behind the screen. So Apple will take their time until they're happy with the performance of it. Yeah, the, uh, we know that Apple don't launch anything half-baked. We, we, you know, we've talked about this the other day, didn't we? And when we, I think last week when we were talking about releases, you know, and Apple are not in the market of being first to market with that tech other as well they want to see how other vendors launch it and typically yeah. they then launch a better version don't they that's how it usually works with apple isn't do it? it right rather than you know, first market. and if somebody launches it it fails apple will go away and look at why that failed and you know they may may again themselves launch it but typically they'll want to understand is there a viable market for it isn't there you know yeah Ah, we could see it. 2026, you know, I would say 2025 is a long way away, but given that 2024 is only, what, a week away? Just around the corner. 
Come on, so the final rumor. Let's let's have it for twenty twenty three on the tech rant rumor mill. Yeah, well, yeah, it's another one from German. It's about the Apple Watch X or ten, shall we say? Obviously, the anniversary one. We got the the iPhone ten on its tenth anniversary, didn't we? We skipped the nine to make the ten the ten, uh, but this should coincide with it. Uh, so it's a redesign. It's not round, unfortunately. It's not that much of a redesign. Just to be clear, so just to be clear, John Prosser put out a great video, didn't he, on, did, uh, yeah. on, on on the back of German's report? Uh, but he baited it all. I'm going to tell you now. He's baited you all uh, with the round uh, round Apple Watch, yeah. isn't it? It will it not was. be round. We know it won't be round. I saw the thumbnail. Went quick. Cancel the ultra order. No, 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 no. Back up. Back up. Back up. Yeah. So it's not not that redesigned, and it's round, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. It's, but apparently, it's allegedly an overall thinner design. Uh, I think we've mentioned this one before, though. It's, it's still going. It's going to have the magnetic system for attaching straps. So you're not going to have yeah, the this... cutouts of the sliding bit. I don't know. This one puzzles me. It's like how strong are these magnets yeah, going to be? Don't it. wear a pacemaker. I don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah, don't wear a pacemaker because you never know. That might not be the safest thing you'll ever do, you know. No, no, exactly. But uh, also going to have a micro LED display uh, for better color clarity, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, but the big ones apparently is it's finally going to have blood pressure monitoring, uh, things like hypertension. And also, sorry, go ahead. Uh, this could be, this is a game changer. If, if, if it's really as good as it could be, you know, the blood yep. pressure piece. And the other cool one is the sleep apnea one. Yeah, this caught my mind eye as well. Because usually you have to go to the hospital for that, don't you? And you're supposed yeah. to sleep in a, with all these things attached to your head all night. Uh, but this is apparently able to do it from your watch. Mm. I'm not sure. I mean, I was thinking I need a new watch, but do I wait to September now? Well, the thing is, though, a bit longer. <laughs> the thing is, I'll say here again is that what will come happen is that Apple will be very clear to point out this is not a medical device. Yes, and therefore that'll claim that it's not medical advice and it'll be like the heart rate sensor that you shouldn't be using it yet heart rate sensor is super accurate i mean i went to the hospital earlier this year because i had some chest pain in there and the doctor saw that i had an apple watch on and was like i think i probably may have said it on the show but she was like that's as good as you know if that tells you something wrong we believe it you know and she was saying that they'd had wow. so many people in who were younger as in not your average you know heart heart patient age if it makes sense yeah. you know younger people who had detected um, arterial fibrillation, you know, not always necessarily a serious heart condition, but, you know, nevertheless, yeah. and that they had been able to detect it by the Apple Watch. And wow. they took in and, you know, and the, the, the fact that the readings on it are near as near as damn it to an ECG in a hospital, you know, not the full super kit, but the ones they put you to quickly with a few monitors. Good enough to it, alert you to an issue. Oh, yes. Time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So I, my view here is that Apple will claim that this is, you know, it's good. It's it's OK. But the reality is if they get it right, it will be good. Q next year at the opening event of the How Many Lives We've Saved video. <laughs> yeah. You know Apple what? feature in it. <laughs> It probably will in the following year. Yeah, you're right. It probably yeah. will. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I'm i tempted by it. I have to say, if it's got that, I was going to go ultra. I haven't gone ultra, even though I said I would do. So I've got a nice new watch strap instead. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> what did you go for? <laughs> one of the Nike, uh, Nike ones, the Nike, new Nike weave ones that have got like a, a little pull tab on them. They're really nice. I've got it in blue and it's kind of black and blue and navy blue. And it's just 
it's nice and subtle. I do like the weaves. They are uh, very well done. Cool. Well, I think I will wait till September as well. I've been umming and ahhing because I've got a new car and it supports uh, Apple Card oh, here, whatever oh, you call yes. it. Uh, works for my phone. Does not work for my watch because it only supports Series 5 and above and I've got a Series 4. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> getting your phone out of your pocket is a bit of a, you know, a, bit of a pain, but just doing your watch would be so easy. But uh, yeah, I was like, do I get a new watch? But or can I just wait till September at this point? Who knows? Uh, uh, one thing, uh, one, the one thing I will say about my, at the moment, I am struggling to, um, uh, struggling with battery. I, I don't know whether it's me or what, but the battery life just seems to be terrible at the minute. I don't know. Are you running, it, running the beta still? Um, yeah, but even when I wasn't on the beta, it just seems to, there seems oh. to be a drop off point. It, 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 there's a bit of a drop off. Um, and then it comes, you know, as in it sort of drops to 60%. And it's like, oh, that's terrible. Um, oh. And then it's back. So what do you want I don't know. Uh, whatever is, what's the latest beta? 17. No, no, I mean, what battery have you got left this far into the day? Oh, 43%. And I took it off charge. So I don't forget. So I, I, to, I don't forget. Here's how I roll. So I put my box on charge at bedtime. And it tries to get, and usually, if I put it on early enough, usually it's fully charged by the time I go to bed. So then I, right. before I go to sleep, I put it back on. Uh, yep. probably let's say 11 o'clock at night let's just say 100 percent. yeah okay and then i and then obviously it's on all night doing sleep tracking and then uh you know then it's now so what because i'm on 76 percent, and um i've got a <laughs> series four but not quite 100 percent battery going on but uh i charge mine overnight i don't use it for sleep tracking at the moment so uh yeah, yeah i put mine on uh I don't know, seven this morning yeah, so I think it should be. Yeah, so but I, I don't know whether it's the beta that's giving a little bit of problem as well. I can't. I'd be hundred percent to be fair. You seem to give it a ten um, minute blast in the morning on the, on the old charge. Some, you know, for, so yesterday before I went out to work yesterday, um, yeah. that's exactly what I did. I gave it a little blast on the charger, and it does. You know, there's that kind of quick fast charge, and I've got uh, one of the um, high wattage, you know, yep. USBs, high wattage USBs, and that uh, that charged it up quite quickly. So that was. Um, you know, gave it gave it what it needed, if you know what I mean. Nice. Right. Well, that's probably a good place for us to wrap up for today. Then this is our final proper show of 2023. It has been a blast this year. Um, I was just looking back at uh, how many episodes we uh, we dropped this year, and uh, we started the year on episode 118 uh, back in January. Um, we talked around. Uh, we had it. We had that story. I just feel like we had uh, the FBI into InfraGuard hack. We talked about Epic at war with Apple and being fined 520 million for FTC violations. Yeah. And we talked about uh, Xbox being uh, wanting to make smaller Xboxes as well. Um, the other one at that time was uh, Sam Bankman Fried had been arrested in the Bahamas. Can you believe oh, that was January? Was that really? Wow. That was January. Um, and we talked about Apple uh, mulling, uh, opening browser engines and moving to a third party apps, uh, side loading and supported app stores in 2024. <laughs> well, we'll see, uh, Apple were not currently considering RCS, apparently, at that time. <laughs> and um, German stated that uh, they were Apple were looking to cancel plans for high end M2 Extreme. Funny, 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 isn't it? Can you believe that was. Yeah. Uh, 
where we were. So wonder what January 2024 bring us. Well, we will be back. Uh, we will be back before January with a quick uh, show uh, where we'll talk about probably the latest games and stuff of what we what we've been playing, isn't it? What we're looking yep. forward to in terms of any games coming up um, and kind of any good gadgets or stuff we got for Christmas as well, including Lego because Lego is always a great feature on this show. <laughs> so we'll have a small show uh, during the Christmas period kind of talking about that stuff but we'll be back in january uh hopefully by the end of the first week of january with the first show of 2024 with all of the tech news that has broken uh also with an eye towards ces because that obviously will be the main show that's going to happen in january will be ces 2024 uh there will be no e3 next year but we will get the consumer electronics show and so there'll be a kind of a looking forward to all of the big tech uh that we maybe might be seeing there i guess in some of the rumors as well isn't it yep you can find us on Twitter. Yes, we're still recording Twitter. I'm calling it X uh, at Weekly Tech Rant. And of course, all of our show notes and everything else is at techrant.online. So with that, I've been Jay. I've been Ham. I've been Carl. Have a good Christmas all. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, you'll, maybe you'll know by next year. <laughs> maybe. Have a good one all. 